0: Hello everyone, welcome back to the Hidden you Feel Horrors Podcast, where we review horror movies and horror franchises. I'm Mark. I'm Tawan. I'm Maria. And today we are ranking the Insidious franchise. We have completed yet another franchise retrospective, and we have come to do our traditional ranking episode. Again, the rules are we're going to be ranking from our least favorite to our favorite. So to kick us off, Maria... What's
1: in your fifth spot
0: for Insidious?
1: My fifth spot is definitely going to be the fourth movie, um, The Last Key, because it was dumb. Uh, the, The script was just awful, extremely cheesy. Some of the scenes that went together didn't make any sense. It was not scary. Um, I feel like it was definitely a repeat, like, I feel like I definitely saw a lot of the same thing from the last movie, so it wasn't even really, like, a surprise. Like, nothing they did shocked me in any way. Um, yeah, I just did not, did not like it. Um, it just, it was, it was an awful movie. My God, it was so bad. (laughs) So... Yeah, for my fifth place is the fourth movie. Tawon, what's coming in number five for you?
2: Same as Maria. The Last Key is definitely my least favorite Insidious movie. Um, I think out of all of them, including The Red Door, which, you know, bored me in like the beginning. But I would say The Last Key itself didn't add much to anything for me. And I could say the same about the third one as well, but with the last key, it tried it filled in like some backstory for Elise and, you know, introduced like some new characters, stuff like that. But one of the characters, which was they they were both the nieces of Elise, one of them got taken out immediately by the key demon and the other one was just a MacGuffin when Elise got put in the further because she now had the same abilities. So it was, it was just like one of those, this could have been, this could have been a different movie of a different, of like a standalone movie or something. And it, and it still probably would have felt. I probably would have felt the same about it. So it just sucks that it's in this franchise and it's only carried by the fact that uh, Lynn Shay is just so good at the Elise character.
0: Well, let's so say we're going to have like a little three-way tie here because in my fifth spot, it's also going to be the last key. Uh, it highlights my biggest complaint is that they killed off Elise too soon and they did everything they could in the subsequent movies to bring her back. We All of a sudden, she has this long lost brother and she has nieces and she has this abusive backstory and there's all this stuff going on and it just, it felt so disconnected from those first two movies. It feels disconnected from that third movie and it's just not good. But, in my number four spot, I have Insidious Chapter 2. Because I feel like as a follow-up to that first one, it just does not feel the same. It just, it... Dalton was so much the focus or the MacGuffin, quote-unquote, of that first movie, and he's just completely absent from the second. And they tried really hard to be the shining, and it just didn't hit the way that they wanted it to. And it was like, really disappointing. But what about you, Tawana? What comes into your your fourth spot?
2: For my number four spot, I actually do have to go with um, The Red Door. Now, I did like the movie itself, and I like to see that we got to see where these characters are in now because we we only saw we only saw bits and pieces of like the kids in the first two movies yes dalton was the main one being affected but he was out for most of the movie foster and then the baby were like out for most of the movies and it was mainly like a family drama focused on the adults trying to figure out everything that was going on so with that we have not with the red door now we got to see more of Dalton you know grown up trying to you know figure it out in college and then you know getting sucked back into the further and figuring things out and then Josh as well being on the outs with his family divorce all that stuff so it was it was good but it did kind of like bored me towards the beginning of it with how slow it was to build up to getting to what we're used to from insidious but i still like the movie it just you know wasn't wasn't the best for me
1: maria
0: what's at number four for you
1: so <laughs> what's that number four for me is actually the first insidious um Whoa. i feel like <laughs> i just feel like Compared to the other movies, because a lot of things have changed, have changed, you know, throughout the movies. They've definitely taken it in a different direction. Don't get me, it's still a good movie, don't get me wrong. After the fourth, you know, excluding the fourth, all you get is a bunch of good movies. But like the first one, I feel like it's boring a little bit because I think both Renee and Josh are kind of boring and they're technically supposed to be the main cast. And then on top of that, um, you know, you get Dalton, who's supposed to be kind of the main, also part of the main cast, but he's also in a coma most of the time. Um, I mean, don't, don't get me wrong. The music is amazing. You you do still get jump scares. I just feel like compared to the other movies, I find it boring. (laughs) So, Yeah. (laughs) Well,
0: Maria, what's
1: number three for you? Number three for me is um, The Red Door. I I liked that it was a little bit different than the rest. I liked how uh, you get more of, like, Dalton and you get more of, like, you know, Josh and a little bit more of the family. I I guess the reason this is i guess i guess why like it has such a high ranking is i like the fact that they're not relying so heavily on like a lease and tech and specs in order to get like the storyline moving i like the cameos i love the cameos i thought they were pretty cool but i i feel like it's a good ending though i'm still kind of pissed because they never really like continued from like the scene or from the second movie you know like that post credit scene Um, where, where like, Elise goes into the house and then she hears, like, creaking sounds and, like, and she goes, oh, my God, and then it cuts. If that is technically supposed to show you that the red demon is still there, then that's kind of really disappointing. Um, But, I mean, I don't know. I really liked the movie. I liked what Patrick Wilson did. Um, I feel like for a debut, it's really, really not that bad. And I feel like it's a good... I don't know. I think it's a good, like mesh to like the series you know it's i feel like the the red door is what the fourth movie should have been you know they should have just stopped with elise stopped going through her storyline and milking the shit out of that and they should have just you know done the movie that they should have done from the beginning and they should have kept elise and you know tuck its specs out of it not that i don't love them because they do it's just like i mean you were gonna get rid of them from the beginning you know then you should have done that at died in the first movie and you keep bringing her back, and then you made that horrible fourth movie. and you know, but I mean I just I really like the scares here. I do see it more as a comfort movie. I find it a little bit more exciting than the first movie, just a little bit, just a little bit. Um, I Though I do think Insidious, the first one is probably creepier than the Red door. I just feel like I got a lot more out of the characters in The Red Door compared to the first Insidious.
0: For me, coming in at number three, I'm gonna have to say it's Insidious, the first one. Um, It's a good jumping off point, uh, but like you said, Maria, it's kind of boring at times and, you know, it's kind of all over the place. Some of the things just, it, it feels like we're dropped into the middle of a story but the story is just beginning. Like, I feel like I'm just as confused, days and confused as Josh is when we first meet Elise. I'm just like, who are you? What's happening? What's going on? Can you help me? Like, it's a good movie. It's a good, good like, franchise, um, like, kicking off point, but it has its issues. What about you, Tawan? What's your number three?
2: My number three is Insidious Chapter 2. So, for me, I thought I liked Chapter 2 more than I did when we were doing the reviews for this, but after a rewatch of it, it just... It didn't do as much for me as I remembered it, but I still liked the movie, and definitely like it more than the other two that are my four and five slots. But I... Th- I just think it it didn't really get me on the same level as myidius um, one and, um, and like chapter three and while I did like the story that was presented with like the bride and how we got to that point and everything I don't know like I just felt it could have it could have been a bit more for me. there were some there were definitely some good like scares in it and even that especially that the one I always thought was hilarious when um Renee got slapped by the by Mother Mater that was that was hilarious but besides that and you know having um Elise dead at this point it wasn't it wasn't doing as much for me on this on this like new rewatch
1: well Maria
0: what do you have in your number two spot
1: For number two, I have Insidious Chapter Two. Um, I really liked the fact that you know Eleanor and I liked the whole Eleanor type and uh Tuck and Specs combo. I feel like it was pretty cool. I liked how how I liked how in the beginning you know you I liked how it kind of directly. It's, you know, because it's obviously a direct sequel from, like, the from the first one. And I liked how you kind of see, like, the differences and you see the, the sim- similarities. And with Renee, you kind of start going through everything and you're like, yeah, Josh is acting kind of weird. And I liked the fact that it was, like, a serial killer that Josh had actually known. You know, like, I thought that was pretty cool. Um, I enjoyed the little true crime aspect of it because um, I feel like it's pretty creepy. You know, it's not some random ghost. It's some guy who was actually evil in his past life, along with his mom, who was just equally as evil, you know? And I liked how throughout the movie you can see how Josh is, like, detained, you know? Um, I thought that was pretty cool. Uh, I liked the scares in this one. I liked when they were, like, at the, um, at the hospital. And also, I think they were, like, they found, like, where his victims were. I thought that, like, those scenes were pretty great, you know? Like, cause, you know, because it adds spice to everything, you know? Like, it's not just, um, you know, because you, you see Josh acting weird, Renee trying to figure things out, Renee getting, yeah, they getting slapped around. Like, Jesus. Um, I, you know, I like tucking backs back as they're trying to kind of, like, you can know, also get through the loss of of, of Elise, um, So, yeah, I feel like the second one is definitely a step up from the first, but it keeps, like, the essence of the first one that it's above, you know, the other movies that I feel like had lost that
0: insidious edge. Tawan, what's your number two spot?
2: My number two spot will go to Insidious Chapter 3. I will have to say that one grew on me a bit cuz um I don't remember liking it as much as I did for this rewatch so I kind of had kind of had a flip where um I didn't like 2 as much on this rewatch of the movies but I came back to liking 3 a decent amount and I like the story in 3 uh, um and also that I think what I think what I liked about 3 of all on the rewatch with it is that I liked the story a bit more in this one compared to what we got in the second movie and and then like the fourth one especially and i like the new characters that we had the new family in general it was like a single dad you know the mom like passed and stuff so they were just trying to you know keep it together and keep moving as like a unit and there was just like you know some slight family issues there and once the once the daughter you know got um, was trying was getting possessed and such it it was pretty good from there we saw um you know how elise met tucker and Specs, so that was good to see and we i just thought it was like a really good a really good like insidious movie and i didn't i it definitely grew on me a lot and i'm glad that i gave it a, a rewatch and um it's definitely moved up my ranks
0: sorry yeah i'm trying to cook and record um for me, my number two spot is The Red Door. It it kind of closed off the quote unquote trilogy for me, you know, part one, part two, The Red Door. It gave us a look of what happened to the family after that last scene. And after we last saw in part two, it showed us that there were consequences and ramifications for their actions and that we, we put the put the demon on mute and we thought we won, but it was still there just waiting for its time and, you know, beating that demon hurtful effects across the family. So I think this is a great movie. But to one, kick us off. What is your top spot?
2: Top spot for me <clears throat> has to go to the original, uh, First Insidious. I like the first insidious a so lot I, I feel like it has a great atmosphere um the sound design in it was really good it had some really good james wan jump scares pre like uh conjuring before we got to that point and even though i will agree like the story and stuff is kind of you know i would say pretty mediocre and it's just you know standard um possession child is possessed or in a city in a situation with the apparition or ghost and demon and they have to bring in someone to dissolve it and i i I thought it was just carried out really good though for what it was um and really the thing that keeps me coming back to the most is just like the scares they had like really good like they had really good scares in it and i thought james Wan did a great job with how that was handled because I like. I think I mentioned this when we did the first uh, movie. I don't feel like cheated out when James Wan does like jump scares or like scary things. Like he, like there are things that you like really should be like scared of if you were in that situation or just like you know seeing it. Um, for example, the lipstick face demon behind like josh when the mom was talking to him like i always thought that like that's always going to be like a great like scene to me and or when the little kid pops out the closet when renee is like cleaning up so stuff like that was really good and i i just think it holds up good for me still and to i think to a lot of others it does as well so number one for me is the first insidious
1: maria what's number one for you My number one is the third Insidious. I don't know. I just feel like it's such a great movie even just by itself, you know? I feel like... I mean, it's definitely different from the other movies, I feel, but I feel like they kind of kept. You know, because Elise and Tuck is there. It's basically how Elise, Tuck, and Specs kind of became, like,
2: a group. But I
1: feel like I think it's definitely a movie you can watch by itself and not really, like, you know, lose out on watching it because you haven't seen the other movies, you know? it's def- I I don't know. I think it's a great movie. Loved the scares. It's definitely super creepy. Um, I watch this movie a lot, and I will probably still watch it a lot. Um, I feel like the effects are also really good. I feel like it's not until the third movie where you can kind of tell... I feel like when you get more of the sense of what the further is, you know, I feel like you can kind of see that, you know, these are, you know, ghosts, people who are being tormented in the afterlife, and I feel like that's so cool. You know, I feel like in the first movie, you don't really see them. I mean, I mean you do see the ghosts, but you just see them playing out, you know, an event in their life over and over and over and over, where I feel like as a third one, you see them, like, suffering, because that's technically what they're supposed to be doing. It's suffering, you know? Um, I thought that was cool. I liked the fact that, like, you don't get some great villain here. It's literally just an old man who was miserable, and he's making everybody miserable, and he, you know, enjoys it. I liked the fact that, you know... Yeah, cause, and I feel like all the characters had, you know, actually had personalities. You know, like, you see Elise, kind of growing throughout the movie. Um, you see, you know, Quinn and, like, her family having to get over, you know, the grief of losing their mom. Um, and, I don't know. I love this movie. I feel like it's just so good.
0: <laughs> well, for me, my number one is also Insidious Chapter 3. Being the newbie out of The Three of Us, this one really... This one gave me what I wanted from the first two. Like, I felt like the first two, they had a family, but they didn't utilize the family. This one utilized the family. Even the the little brother, he wasn't there a lot, but when he was there, he had babies. He wanted to be part of comics, but he also understood that, oh, I can't. Like, without the little brother, we would have never even, they would have never had Tucker and Sex. So it's just like, everyone had a part to play in a movie, and again, like you said, Maria, the villain, the villain was so much better than him. It wasn't some possession story. Like, he just, he had a crappy life. Now he's in the afterlife. Now he wants to torment people. Like, he was just a bad entity who just wanted to be bad. Who didn't want to be someone else. And I love that. It just made it all... It was just a good movie. It's... And like, and I agree with you, it could be a standalone movie and it would still be as good. Like it could've, this could've been a complete spinoff that would've kicked off a whole nother like thread of insidious movies. And I would've been down for the ride. Like I love, I love part three. That's why that's my number one. And with that guys, we are done. But I do wanna ask who of all the movies, which one had your favorite villain? It's lipstick face demon. Was it the, the 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 bride in black with her with the mom? Was it the the guy who couldn't breathe? Who was your favorite? Tuan. Um,
2: probably the guy, the, uh, the old man who couldn't breathe, or the man with the mask. Probably for the reasons that like you kind of mentioned as well that he he was just kind of doing what he did because he liked doing it. Like he didn't want to. Really come back like that, like he 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 been haunting and doing and trap and trapping people in the further for years at that point. So I thought that was like the most probably interesting one that they had so far.
1: Marie, what about you? Um, I agree because I feel like with the woman in black, you know, he was kind of a traumatized person who went on to kill people and. Realistically, what he wanted was to get his, you know, his life back as a kid. But I feel like, yeah, with this, with, with uh, and I, and, and on top of that, the, the lipstick demon, I feel like just doesn't do it for me. He looks too much like a person that I just can't get really scared. And I feel like the worst thing he's really done is just taking Foster and not Foster, taken Dalton, you know, and trying to possess his body, but that's, that's it. Um, whereas I feel like the man who can't breathe, I just think, yeah, like, you know, like I said, like, he, he's, he's like, he's literally just trapping souls. He's not going to like, you know, specific people. Cause you know, you're the chosen one, you know, like, you know, with like the whole like lipstick demon and, and Dalton, you know,
2: he's literally
1: just trapping souls, trying to look for like vulnerable people to get them to, you know, to submit to him, I guess so that he can stay miserable, so everybody can stay miserable, you know? And I feel like it's just that fact that it just makes things scarier. And he also, like, his character design was also really creepy, I feel. Because he was, you know, I think most of the time he was, um, you know, he seemed weak, but he wasn't. And then on top of that, under his, like, breathing mask, he just looked awful. You know, and I'm not really counting like the uh the keys demon as a villain because to me he kinda looks the same as the men who can't breathe. Like I feel like they have a really similar character designs, except the key the, the key demon has keys. Like so that's it. Like you know, and I just feel like I mean, I guess guess realistically, they kind of do the same thing, you know? Like, they kind of keep people trapped somewhere where they relive their worst mistakes over and over and over, you know? Except, yeah, actually. I was going to say except, you know, the, the man who can't breathe makes them do it. But the key demon was the same thing. He just makes them, you know, do all these awful things. But I feel like the man who can't breathe he like he, he's just a man like he's just a man who lived miserably and then died and then he was like you know what like I, like, I think I want to keep people here with me and be miserable you know and yeah and he was just creepy like like the scenes with him were just like I feel like we're scary you know they it was just uh, well yeah he's my favorite villain basically what I'm is what I'm trying to say <laughs> And we start
0: this. We end this show the same way we started with a three-way tie because mine was also the man who couldn't breathe, simply because, like what you two said, he was just evil to be evil. There was no no real. There was no traumatic backstory. There was no I want to escape and be be real again. He just literally wanted people to be trapped there with him, and that was all you needed. And his, like you said, his design was. Creepy and cool, but with that, we are officially done with the Insidious franchise. We did it, guys. We ended another franchise. This was a short one, but join us next week as we kick off our little, our little side thing we like to do, where we each pick our favorite one of our favorite horror movies to review. And up first is Tuan. Tuan, what movie did you pick? What will we be reviewing?
2: We will be reviewing The Night House, which was released in, I believe, 2020. And it is um, kind of like slow burn type of um, haunting type of film.
0: Nice. Well, I haven't seen this one before, so this is going to be a new one for me. But
2: I'm excited.
0: Hopefully it's good. Make sure you guys listen. Don't forget, if you're listening to us on YouTube, don't forget to like and subscribe and leave a comment and if you listen to us on spotify do the same and answer our poll i don't know what the poll is yet but answer the poll but with that being said guys hope you enjoy good night If you like this episode, please be sure to check out Hide and Fear Horrors' past reviews from big franchises like Halloween, Friday the 13th, and the Chucky franchise. Or one-off reviews like Us and Midsommar. You can follow Hide and Fear Horrors on Instagram and TikTok, where the host posts updates and many reviews. Full episodes are available on several podcasting platforms. If you're listening to us on YouTube, don't forget to please like and subscribe. Hide and Fear Horror is produced by Mark Smart, Maria Perez, and Tawan Griffin. Edited by Mark Smart. Themed by Lethal Injections. The Hide and Feel Horrors Podcast is a Letters to Media production.
1: Should we do an intro?